Uh, today, I plan to talk about our current reality and how we can hopefully redefine it into something positive. And also, don't forget to subscribe to the Menopause Movement podcast so you are always the first to know when each episode is released. And you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And thank you for all of the five-star reviews. If you haven't left a review yet, please go and review it so that more women can find it. So eighth week, I think, of, of shelter in place, quarantine, physical isolation, social distancing, whatever you want to call it, that's where we are. And it's it's been a long time. Anybody starting to feel like it's wearing down, wearing them down? I mean, it's crazy. You know, whatever we decide to call it, we can't go out and do all the things we, we've gotten used to doing. I mean, so we can't go out and do all the things we used to be able to do. And we can't gather. <clears throat> and the gathering, I think, is, is what's really starting to bother us, especially if you're, if you're a, uh, somebody who, you know, is an extrovert and, and needs to be with people. Okay, so we've discovered that maybe we don't actually have to go to an office to be productive, that we can actually do our jobs from the comfort of our homes and still be productive, right? We've got that. And maybe you've taken this time to do some self-reflection, right? Or you've like been really bored and you cleaned your house a bunch of times and so that you can't even think about cleaning your house anymore. Or maybe like me, you've taken the time to write and journal and even, you know, feel become even more introspective. Or maybe also like me, you're also an introvert who loves curling up on the couch with a good book or a, I mean, a Kindle. I've got one right here, Kindle. Getting lost, getting lost in the words. You know, and we're slowly reopening the U.S. and we're going to see. I mean, it's an experiment. We're going to see if we see a uh, a spike, then we're going to know that we can't really gather. And you know, we'll see. So, you know, the other thing I was thinking about as I was preparing for this morning, it was like, perhaps you're feeling down and low because it's just been so long since you've been able to see somebody else. It's, it's just really kind of like, gosh, it's, you know, maybe you feel like there's a heavy weight on your shoulders. It's something dragging behind you. Or if you're truly isolated, like Magnet Mel, maybe you're feeling lost and lonely, but I'm here to tell you that whatever you're feeling, it's okay right? It's okay. So if you find that your self-talk is all about how productive you should be, because you have all this time on your hands, but you just can't get off the couch, or you're eating the last of whatever food you have, trying to make it work because going to the store is such an exhausting experience. Does anyone like recognize that, right? Or maybe you've lost all your self-control and what you used to think wasn't food, like Fritos, has become a staple. And I've got a Frito story. And at the beginning of last year, 2019, my wife had double knee replacement. So she was home. And I was helping to take care of her. And it was, it was hard. It was exhausting. And so we got Fritos. I didn't work out for like two weeks. I did a puzzle that like, I got super I got super engrossed in and I couldn't do anything else. And then I was eating bags of Fritos. Like I just, I was like, raw, raw. and it was like an addiction. I was like, it's like, you know, Fritos are so satisfying because they're crunchy and they're salty and they're fun. So anyway, I just want you to know that, that this is something that happens and it's okay. Right? So if something that isn't, you know, a food has become a staple, it's okay. 
It's, it's really, it's okay. And, you know, we're in the midst of the biggest global crisis ever, especially in our lifetimes, right? We're not, I mean, we're, we've been at war for a long time, but the war hasn't really affected us home here at home, right? We've, we're in this big global crisis where we can't go out and we don't know what's going to happen. And, you know, it's, we're afraid of other people because we're afraid of this, this virus uh, that we can't treat that's killing people. And, and even though the numbers are low, the risk is real. And, and so we've, we've got all this anxiety kind of sitting here. Yeah. But you know what, at the end of the day, let's just, let's just take a, take a breath, right? We have the highest unemployment in the history of tracking that metric, the highest unemployment. I mean, if you look at the statistics, it's like, even during the great depression, it was like this. And then all of a sudden, like in 2020, it went, it went off the charts. It's, it's, there's not even a scale for it. Right. So it feels like the world has gone mad. Anybody feel that way? That like the world's gone mad. It's just not right. But we don't have to go mad with it. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. We can always be grateful. Right? I mean, Zoom has become our new normal, right? We've <laughs> we've we've learned how to how to get together on Zoom and we're meeting other people, but we can always be grateful. So what I want to hear from you now is what is one thing in this moment right here, right now, that is good that you can be thankful for? So go ahead and write some in the comments and I want to read them because there is always something to be thankful for. And even though it's like really cloudy outside, I have a window and I can see outside. I can walk outside. I've got a couple of really great dogs. I love them. So if you're feeling like Patsy, and a lot of people probably are, you can start with something easy like, I am grateful for the chair I'm sitting in. I am grateful for the fact that I have internet. I am grateful for the fact that I've got quarantine hair. You know, I'm grateful I don't have to go out and get glasses. I mean, there's so many things. So just start with the little things, the little things, okay? And when you start to feel down and low and your thoughts take over and tell you a story that may or may not be true, stop to look for what you can be thankful for because thankfulness is going to change your mood. It's going to change your brain. It's going to change your mood. Now, I believe with all my heart, happiness is a state of mind and it starts with gratitude, right? Happiness is a state of mind. And I have learned in the last couple of years how to have a great day every day, no matter what happens. So I can, I can keep my emotional domain where I want it to be. Now, obviously, if there's no money or your basic needs aren't met, some of this is more difficult. And so I want to share my screen. So if you are not having these lower needs met, right? The physiological needs, so breathing, food, water, sex, sleep, homeostasis, and excretion, then life is really, really hard. But as you move up this ladder of needs, this triangle of needs, safety, and a lot of us are really kind of in this part here, the physiological, the safety, and the love and belonging part, right? Security of body, employment, resources, morality, the family, health, and property. So this kind of area right here is where we may be. Friendship, family, sexual intimacy is love and belonging. And, and some of us may actually be in this, right, where we're all just kind of sheltering in place and at home with our loved ones. And, you know, maybe we're, we're you know, have a, have a libido. Maybe we don't, right? But then as these needs are met more and more, okay, then we can get more to self-esteem and confidence, achievement, respect for others, respect by others. 
And then as as we get these needs met, then we can go into self-actualization, which is more along the lines of morality, creativity, spontaneity, solving problems, lack of prejudice and acceptance of facts. All right, so this is the the hierarchy of needs. But really, I think where we are is here. And where a lot of people think they are is here. But it's a pandemic, guys. It's a pandemic. And so we want to just try to feel like we belong. All right. So the moral of today is to be gentle with yourself. All right. Stop beating yourself up. And this is a global crisis. And each of us has a part to play in it. When we figure out how to treat this COVID-19, and, and we will, all right? So, you know, we are resilient. We are, you know, amazing. And every single thing that we have had come at us, we have learned how to treat. You know, it was polio. It was Spanish flu. It was measles. It was mumps. It was all these things. When we figure out how to treat this COVID-19, and we will, we're definitely going to, we're going to awaken to a new reality and we can shape that. And that's why we have our community. What are the three things that you're going to do today, this week, that will move your life forward? Keeping in mind your grand vision and Maslow's hierarchy. So you want to keep in mind your grand vision, right? You want to keep in mind like the things. So forget about COVID and just think about your life and the things that you've always wanted to achieve in your life. Remember, you want to happen to your week. You don't want your week to happen to you. This is super, super important. And so you can choose what you want to do with your week, okay? Remember that behavior change starts with a decision, right? It starts with a decision. So you can't, you can't just say, I'm going to make this change and think about it. You know, we think about it, think about it, think about it. But when all you do is think about it, it's just a wish, right? You have to follow it up with action. And all of your all of your goals and everything you want to get done, I think this is fantastic. It's amazing, right? So a desire without an action is just a dream. And we have an opportunity right here, right now to put ourselves first and start something new. Now, over the last two years, I've traveled a lot. I, I travel for work, attending conferences to increase my knowledge. And I travel for fun because I love to see the world. And when I come home, I tend to focus on my physical training. And I've historically been very consistent. Motivation to exercise has not been a problem for me. And I always told myself that if I could string together six to eight weeks at home, I would really do well with my training. Well, but here's the thing. <laughs> I've been home since March 6th. And while I have continued to intentionally lose a little bit of weight, my fitness isn't where I want it to be. I've been skipping workouts. I've been sitting on the couch watching bad and sometimes good TV. And I've been eating things I don't normally eat. Can you relate? I've had some guilt. But here's the thing about guilt. It just doesn't help. It attacks our sensibility and moves us away from love. And you see, though I don't have to go to the hospital often, I still have to go. And when I do, it's this huge production of covering with masks and gowns and gloves and headgear and shoe covers and goggles, right? And when I get home, it's stripping off in the garage, throwing clothes into a bag so that no one touches them, and then traipsing through the house in my underwear to the shower to make sure that every single part of my body gets thoroughly cleaned with soap and water. <laughs> it's exhausting. The hypervigilance, the careful avoidance of touching anything, especially my face, before I wash my hands. And I'm sad. 
I'm sad that we have this weird virus that we don't know how to treat super effectively. And I'm sad that we're still seeing sick people dying on a regular basis. And I'm sad that I can't do more as a doctor, as a human. So I look for comfort where I can find it. And sometimes that's on the couch watching TV and eating potato chips. But when it comes to forgiveness, sometimes we have to start with ourselves. I'm not perfect. I'm, I'm a work in progress. However, every day I strive to wake up with gratitude so that I can start my day on a positive note. And today I choose forgiveness over fear, love over anger, and community over isolation. Today I choose to live from the best version of me who makes the right choices. So this pandemic will end and I can't tell you when, but I can say for sure that it will end. They always do. We are a resilient species and we find the ways to fix the things that are broken. So what are you gonna choose? Fear is a choice, as is misery. And I like to say that suffering is optional in menopause. And that's why I've carefully curated a community of kick-ass women who are thriving in menopause. But remember that suffering is optional. Suffering is optional in menopause and in life. And that's why I'm here. All right. Have a great day. Have a great week. Bye.